On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we're hanging out at Deadwords Brewing. And we're talking about Drag Queen Gate. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> and bad things that guys do in dresses. Why you can't trust them. another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, and with me tonight is my other half, my gay boyfriend, Scotty Campbell. Hi, everyone. Welcome, Scotty. Welcome to me. (laughs) (laughs) You need to have a couple more sips of beer. We just got here. Uh, On this week's episode, we're hanging out at Deadwords Brewing. They brought us back. We had a short-lived three-month residency. Uh, where we were here once a month and we had a blast and apparently they did too because they wanted us back and so you know indefinitely uh, we'll just keep coming back here once a month just to hang out why not it's a great great place to be one of my favorite breweries in town and yeah. I'm not just saying that because they're paying us but also <laughs> no you're, you aren't I can I can vouch for that yeah we love we it here. here I did um, it's over on OBT if you haven't been before it's the old Al's army surplus they have food here they have a great wood-fired kitchen mm-hmm. and uh they make pizzas you're getting the cuban tonight well it's called the abomination uh, abomination but yeah it's a cuban sandwich inspired uh pizza and you're drinking bridge bridge which is, i am that's their award-winning uh a uh, beer on top it is yeah, they, they just canned it actually so you can get it in can and bring it home if you'd like Oh, I don't know about that. I guess I could try it, but I, I really like the draft. Yeah, you just love draft in general. Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. John is my normal. John Busdecker is the normal co-host. John's off uh, doing vacation things. Normal? I. Well, normal in the sense that he's uh, usually people here. People with regular jobs <laughs> get to go off on vacations. Oh. Is kind of what I was trying to say. I see. <laughs> Not that he's normal, but just that <laughs> he has a job and he gets vacations. Uh, we've been working on all, all types of stuff right this week, but it's been kind of slow for us. It's Traditionally, this is a slower time of year for us because a lot of people read us when they're headed to the office and everyone's enjoying their family time this week. So we've only had a few stories come out this week. Uh, I'm going to milk them. See well, how long. Well, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. I hope so. Hold on to your socks, y'all. If you're still looking for something to do for Christmas Eve this week, uh, or what did I say? <laughs> Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thanks boy. For laughing. Oh, it's boy. happening. <laughs> Aren't we just like five minutes into it and you've already sip. like. One sip of beer. I haven't even left. This is the first time out of the house today. And now I'm so New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, we have a, a roundup of what I think are the coolest New Year's Eve events in town. Uh, go check them out on bungalore.com. But some of my standout ones include the 007 party over at Enzian Theater. Always a good one. Which we've done, what, three times? Twice? Maybe just twice. I think I've only been to it once. Really? Oh, wait. Because didn't one year, didn't they do uh, Boogie Nights? The pizza just arrived, and it looks Ooh. amazing. Look at that, y'all. Oh, that's right. We're... What? We're on they the can't radio. see it. <laughs> but we're going to do a video over on Bungalore's yeah, Instagram. so look for it. So, uh, 007 Party. Super cool. Everybody gets dressed up at Enzian Theater. I feel like you could watch the movie, but I didn't see that mentioned anywhere this year. 
Yeah, I don't. I I can't remember. But <laughs> didn't we? Was it for New Year's that we went and yeah. saw Boogie Nights? Yes, that was one year. But we didn't stay. We we were there for a bit. I got all no. tarted up, and then we saw the whole thing because I remember thinking at the end of it, like this whole movie is about that one scene at the end. Yeah, which is and how boring it is <laughs> to watch once you know that. Uh, I like it. It's fun. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to misspeak about your favorite Dumping movie of all time. Dump it on the movie. No, no, no. I shouldn't say that's totally boring. It's just that it's kind of like Christmas Carol. You know what's coming. So you're just like, it makes the, the whole thing longer because yeah. you're just like, or like sex when how you're many married. ghosts is that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Same thing. How many ghosts? Like, when do we get to see the fake penis? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like in uh, White Lotus. When you rewatch White Lotus, you'll be like, I when will do I never rewatch White Lotus. What? I will never re- rewatch it. Once was more than enough. What do you Thank mean? You. you didn't like it? I didn't like White Lotus, no. I know you didn't. I can yeah. hear you sighing from the other room. <laughs> so heavy. Uh, other New Year's Eve events that you should put on. There's the Labyrinth Ball over at Cocktails and Screams downtown. That's that Halloween-themed bar downtown. They do some really cool, innovative programming. And we're going to talk about them a little bit more further into the program. Uh the Thornton Park Street Party. They're doing their big old block party this year. But it's not Thornton Park Main Street hosting it. It's oh. it's like another group. I think they do pub crawls downtown. Uh, and they partnered up with Greg Peters, uh, who owns Graffiti Junction in Thornton it, Park. Is it the, the onesie people? We went on that onesie we pub did. crawl We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think yeah. that's those people? Yeah, it is. That we tried fun. to partner up with them, and they're like, we don't need you. And I was like, fair enough. We're all machine. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be sorry. They'll come crawling back. No, no. In their onesies. They're, they'll be totally fine. They don't need us at all. Uh, and then we're going to be at the Orlando Museum of Art. We are. Because I'm emceeing. I'm going to be emceeing the countdown. You are, and I'll just be like, by the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Look for me. <laughs> Which is how we tend to celebrate these holiday parties. I'll and- be by the bar pontificating about art. Yeah. Basquiat. Basquiat and uh, Basquiat. the other... All those other cool cats. Why did they call them Basquinauts? Call who? The 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 art when they thought when they found out oh, they knots, were Basquinauts. Oh, I get I get you. I get you. That's funny. Uh, that's all uh, in the past, and uh, we're looking at a uh, new future. era for Orlando Museum of Art. So yeah. Although that being said, I made a joke about the Basquinauts at Bingo, and then who walked by but the previous director? With his family in Audubon Park, or in Baldwin Park. How is that possible? Walked right by the window. And uh, I told everybody to shut up, and then I ran outside to double check, and it was him, and I ran back in and told everybody. I, you know, I I don't mean to judge, but I think I'd move. <laughs> but he's confident that they're real. No, he's not. He's, no. Come on. I don't know. That's what he keeps saying. Well, all right. He's a learned art history scholar. Who, I just hope he has a good the therapist. I, That's all. I hope he has a good lawyer. Uh, Pele, what, or what's it? Uh, Pele. Pele, yeah. Pele. The soccer player. Has passed away. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't hear Today, this. Today, you're breaking news here on oh, Buck wow. Uh That's sad. Will you know his real name? Do I know his real name? Yeah. Oh, no. This is going to be a good trivia question. Good trivia question here. Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'd go by Pele, too. So <laughs> he was he, like, never mind, it's Pele. Yeah. <laughs> he's, been, he's been credited to, like, 
being the soccer's global face for decades. Yeah, absolutely. And regarded as many as its best player of all time, Pele. Uh, he rose from humble beginnings in rural Brazil and then became known for his uh, powerful and creative style of play. Just so I know I'm keeping up with the flow of the show, we're no longer talking about New Year's Eve. No. Okay. <laughs> and we're also talking about something that's international. But I wanted to bring it up because you're a big soccer fan. I am a big soccer fan. Yeah. Thank you. And then we just got the season schedule for Orlando City yeah, Soccer, right? Orlando City Soccer, Is we it, did. And you know, you're, you're my go-to for all Orlando City Soccer happenings. Okay. Is there... Anyone that, who were going to be sad that has left the team? Uh, you're quizzing me now. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Been a lot of ins and outs. Um, I have one personal that I'm happy to see go, but um, who? I, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean like that. Be mean. Who I, was it? I, I don't want to be mean like that. It's okay. Our listeners be, don't no, care. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, Ruan. There, there's some. Uh, <laughs> was it Ruan? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, but. That's not mean. He's a professional. He he is, but it is you know. I I just uh, yeah. I did feel like he uh, was not great for most of the season. Didn't seem to care and wanted. Like, how about how about it was Pato? as if he had his mind on something else. I think the Pato thing is weird, right? Because they they aren't talking about it at all. It, it doesn't seem like it. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe your listeners can can tell me otherwise. But I feel like even in press releases, they would just like not. They would yeah. I'm not a fan who is on the table and 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 I, I think I don't know perhaps he's going transitioning into something else because he ha- he's been kind of quiet too. He's like I'll say one of the most beautiful people beautiful Orlando has seen. And, and when he plays great, but I mean he got in his short time with us he has injured really twice. Played. And then also like I don't I thought he was was mostly a miss. Like if hit or miss, I think he was mostly miss. When I'd see him out on the on the field, I was always frustrated with him. I was like, "God, you're so pretty, but you just could never get that <laughs> ball in the net." He'd always overkick the net, always. I don't know about all. Yeah, that. Yeah, awful. But uh, I want Janssen's coming back, and that's all I care Janssen, about. Janssen, I've been watching him, watching his Instagram, and he's training hard to get back. So oh, that's and you know what? I would expect nothing less. I hope he. Yeah. Do, I hope he's not too mean on himself. You know, like we need him. He the team really filled in the gaps and like in his absence, but it was yeah. definitely felt. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, there were there were many times when I when I was uh, missing him, but I I think he's I think he's from what you, what I can see. What what can you discern from Instagram, right? But from what I can see, he's like taking time with family. Yeah. He's he's coming back carefully. He's not pushing himself, and because sometimes you see that where I, I think these guys who have a recurring injury uh pato I, I think it there's also this pushing thing that happens and and uh I, it, it seems like well you don't want to let down your you know, team and but that that was also a guy you know people joke a lot about the theatrics that happen in soccer because they you know they'll fake it you know say that they're more hurt than they actually are and and they do that because it works the refs will fall for it but when he went down, I there were people around, and I and I said, "He's this is not a this isn't theater. That guy doesn't yeah. play that game." I knew he was really hurt. Ah, oh, breaks my heart. Uh, so shout out to Robin for coming back. We're excited to see what happens. Uh, what's her face? The uh, I want to say Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. The uh, <laughs> Orlando 
Pride player. Okay. She's a really good one, just came back. Brazil. She's played in the Olympics a million times. And I can't remember. Marta. Marta, <laughs> Marta, Marta. Marta's coming Marta, back. Okay. That's another soccer update for you. <laughs> And you want for, for my gay guy? And, you, who and somehow anything. you thought a Brady Bunch reference fit. Okay, yeah, Marta is her <laughs> name, and that's my device to remember her name was Marta, Marta, Marta. And we're going to be uh, seeing more of those games this season. We are. Yeah, we've committed. <laughs> did we buy seasons pass? Yeah, we did. We did to Orlando we Pride. To, to Orlando Pride. We discussed oh this. Lord. We did discuss we this. Did? And what what section is it in? The same section. Nope. Where? It's in the supporters section. Standing up. Yep. We're standing up for you Orlando agree to Pride this. games. I feel like with uh, perhaps we should start getting things in writing because yeah. you, do, you just don't remember you these conversations. That's called gaslighting. What you're doing. Right <laughs> now. You're, and I learned what that was. <laughs> now that I know what gaslighting is, I suddenly realized <laughs> how often I'm gaslit by you. Yeah. Yeah. I would never agree it's to not, stand up. It's not up. gaslighting when you only listen to 25 percent of what I'm saying. What? Dear, <laughs> <laughs> so these winter storms that have passed through you know we can it's starting to get a little warm again here in orlando it's going to yeah, get up goodness. to the 80s or something this weekend apparently uh but winter storms are still rampaging across the north and they've been responsible for cast canceling hundreds of air flights oh, out yes. of orlando yeah. uh this this week and specifically southwest has had a real problem almost like 300 flights right yeah something like that and they've had thousands of people just stranded. Yeah. And there were pictures posted, Scotty. I don't know if you saw. Uh, they ran out of room to get people their luggage back. And it was such a cluster cuss. They kind of just dumped it all in this huge, long room. <laughs> and then people had to go in on their own and find their luggage themselves from thousands of pieces of luggage. I tell you what, my my suitcase is bright orange yeah. No problem. <laughs> no problem. You, know when you tie weird stuff on it. Like I will take that else, challenge. All these plain Janes, who, you know, backstage Bettys, you just get these normal looking black suitcases that all look the exact same. Like, good luck. Yeah. How are you going to find it? OIA is having a rough time this year, aren't they? They, they, they really had that whole gas thing where they thought they were going to run out of out gas because yeah. there was fog in Tampa. That's what happened. And we we're all like, we didn't even know that was a thing. And they're like, we didn't either. We didn't either. It was crazy. <laughs> and they, and then they were all, it, that got picked up national news. And well, then they tried to yeah. clap back and they were like, oh, this is, we're not, we're not a danger of running out. They were, it was just running low and we wanted people to know in case it got worse. And it didn't yeah. get worse. So That's how okay. you do it. That That is how you, that is absolutely yeah. how they should handle it. Transparency. Absolutely. They can't be responsible for the national media making a circus out of it. I guess. Oh, but you just blame it on the media? You, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they look to us for their, their you know, uh, we need a story. Let's look at Florida. <laughs> they do? Let's see what's going on down there. The, us or Texas, the two of us. Well, we, 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 if it weren't for us, the media would just collapse. We're gonna make we're gonna make it again. Everyone's talking about this. I drove by it last night. I didn't even realize. Uh, the Plaza Live is in big trouble from the state because they hosted a drag show, this touring drag show that stars uh, drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. And it was called uh, Drag Queen Christmas. 
they were performing at Plaza Live, and apparently the state was tipped off. People complained to the state and said it was being marketed to children and that children shouldn't be allowed. And, and it, I don't know if it was marketed specifically to children, but it did say all ages welcome. Uh, on the Plaza Live? On the pla- you know, on the Plaza Live, and just, like, that's how they market it. That's in their, like, families could come. Okay. And then clips were shown, which are a little racy. I'll okay. be honest. I saw some of it. There was one that looked like uh, it was alluding to a reindeer orgy with, oh, with gotcha. Nina West dressed up as Rudolph, but instead of a red nose, she had two headlights, you know? Yeah. Her light-up boobies. Like, and it looked a little, like, that's... I don't know if I'd bring a kid to that. But that being said, uh, they are now in the line of the state. And the state is telling them that they could potentially lose their license if it's shown that any children were allowed in the premises because of that bill that was passed with Ron DeSantis. Well, they, I mean, that's not what the letter said. What did it say, Scotty? It, it didn't reference DeSantis at all, did it? No, it's from the Santas. It's the letter. We, we, we know we know where it's coming from, and we it's know from we the know Florida it's Department. By. It's from, I don't know what you're alluding to, but it was from well, the no, Florida I, Department I, of Business and Professional Regulation, and they sent a warning letter. They're enforcing a rule that was passed and enforced and pushed by the governor. The I, so you have the letter pulled up? No, but it's, I have it on Bungalower. Okay, I'm not sure. That's true. I think that I think that what you're referring, what they referred to in the letter, has been around for a while. It's just how they're deciding to enforce it. They, he is, he is the one that has been pushing that agenda in applying those rules to drag queens and drag shows. No, I, I understand. I understand. It's it's this ruse that's going on to to distract people. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why you're defending Ron DeSantis. Right? I, I'm not, Why are not we defending fighting? anybody. What I am dis- defending is, are the facts, because what happens <laughs> in these situations is, is you have people on the left, you have people on the right who just have a new jerk reaction to these things uh-huh. without like actually, you know, listening to the facts. So one fact that you brought up is indeed in the show there is content that probably isn't appropriate for children. So should that show have an age limit? Probably. And tonight, uh, you know as what? we're You're recording right. You're this right. You're tonight... Right. You're right. The bill was passed in 1992. And it's a disorderly conduct when minors are in attendance. And they're referencing something from 92. But the actions that came later in Florida statutes have, have made it now easier to apply to drag shows. Gotcha. So we're both right. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> Consensus. So, so, uh, I, I don't know where where I was. Um, You're saying I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's, it's a good thing we're recording. If I said that, it's something that you know, like as someone who I dabble in drag, I just do the bingo night. I'm not like a drag queen because they can do splits and stuff. Right. I just see myself like booger drag, which I learned from my friend Doug Bowser, my my de facto drag mama. Because he, because we were sponsoring his drag shows, and I just wanted to have fun too. Yeah. And but then I found out I'm pretty good at it, and I want to keep going. And I wish he was still around to teach me some tips, because it'd be easier. Right. Yeah. Well, um, we, we wish he was still around in general. So. Yeah, because we need those yep. people to push that stuff, and it's so hard. Like sitting through this, you know, like this week, this Tuesday, this gaggle of little girls came in. 
to our bingo night and demanded to take a selfie with me. And I made a joke, you know, and I was like, well, you all, are you all minors? You know, <laughs> you know? and they were like, and they're like, no. And I was like, no, I don't mean like, are you, do you work in a coal mine? I mean, are you <laughs> old enough to be in here? I don't want to get in trouble. And then and they were like, oh, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I was like, okay. But if this comes back, everybody witnessed. I tried to say no. Uh, and people continue to bring their kids. And I think it's just because it's a brewery. They don't think of a brewery as a bar. I keep asking people about this, why they feel it's okay to bring their kids to brewery. It's happening right now. And there's someone in front of us. They think we're talking about them. Right. But there's, but be, people seem to think that's okay. Um, but then, And then I'm the weird one for being a drag queen in a brewery. But like now, there's going to be a conflict because uh, you know, like we show videos. I show I'm like a, I think of myself as like a VJ kind of because we'll play older music videos, and some of them aren't meant for kids. And if there'll be these families saddling up at the bar, and now it's I'm starting to think, could I get in trouble for this if someone's going to take a picture? You know, could could the governor come after me for this? Right, it's a valid concern, right? Yeah, so that's just things I think about. Well, so. Uh, back to you know what hold that thought scotty campbell because we have to go to break and when we of come back of course we do talk more time to go potty and have some pizza it's time for your weekly nzn update nzn is central florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the florida film festival screening this week is the whale starring golden globe nominee Brendan Fraser. It's based on the play by Samuel Hunter, and it's about a reclusive English teacher suffering from severe obesity trying to reconnect with his estranged daughter. Local band Robotica Destructiva will premiere its new intergalactic multimedia project, The Killer Robots, on Friday, January 6th, which tells the story of a trio of android warrior sisters who are awakened from a 10,000-year slumber to do battle with a group of mechanized warlords and their killer robot army. Enter the Dragon, starring Bruce Lee, will star on January 10th. And tickets are also on sale for NZN's James Bond New Year's Eve bash on December 31st at 8 p.m. And you'll want to scoop those tickets up while you still can. Go to NZN.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I'm the one to watch for 2023, Scotty Campbell. And a bladder infection means you're in trouble. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming back after the break. We're one of the only shows on Real Radio right now that's sending in new content this week because everybody else is on vacation. Wow. Including half of our t- half of our show, John Bustecker, <laughs> which is why Scotty Campbell's here. He's filling in for the bus. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome, and I apologize. Just kidding. <laughs> it's almost the end of the year, Scotty. Is it? Yeah, it's I all just a blur. It it's all, all a blur. No, it so- isn't. No. <laughs> Are you no, scarred with trauma? You remember everything? Uh, it was it was twenty twenty two was a slog. Uh-huh. I uh, a lot happened. I learned a lot, uh, but it definitely didn't go the way that I thought it would go. So. We had different years, I think. You and I. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I figure I feel like we were trying to buy the same property together. Well, the pro- the real estate part was the, like a not shiny part of that my was year. seven months of the twelve. So yeah, but like it wasn't the whole part of the day. Like every day in those seven months wasn't about buying a house. Yeah, there were we, other wonderful things that happened. We did have different years. <laughs> yeah, I had a book come out. A TV show? That was 2022? Yes. I have feel like I've been hearing about that forever. Oh, my gosh. With no <laughs> help either. I would ask what? You, I asked you to proof it. You were like, I'm not reading that bleep. <laughs> I, that is not true. I'm not reading that unless you're paying not me. True. I'm not true. I don't care about that is it. That's not true. It is true. Anyway, we rounded up some of our most read stories of the year. Yep. And let's just go through them. Okay. Okay. So number 10, the 10th most read story on bungalower.com was Colonial Plaza to raise shops to become apartments. Remember that one? I do remember that one. Uh, That hasn't happened yet. No, it's a while off, but it's owned by... The property was acquired by a merger between Kimco and something else. And Kimco are the people who own the Soto development. And they love mixed-use uh, properties. They, it gives them hives to see just retail on some property. Oh, and they're see. like, we can increase the density if we put in some apartments there. And so they're going to knock down uh, what's on the paper anyway right now is to knock down the Barnes & Noble building, Pets, Petco, Goodyear, Tire, like that whole stretch. And right. uh, put in some But the Drag buildings. Queen Theater is staying. <laughs> is. That's, that's its own property. So that'll continue. But no, that's theirs. Uh, no. Okay. No, no. They own their own property. Okay. Am moving on. Moving on. Am I wrong? I, th- I think you are. But you, d- you but fact building, check it on your own. Well, the building was owned by the city, and then they gave it to the orchestra and the plaza people. They bought that from the city. So it, unless the property underneath it is owned by something else, which is, is possible, I, I'm I just did an event there Kimco this year, and, and uh, I had to get permission from Kimco. From so. Kimco to do it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I, you, you can fact check it, and, and everybody can look in the comments for it. I just want everyone to note the, uh, the tone in Scotty <laughs> Campbell's voice when he disagrees with me. It borders on violent. <laughs> and uh, and I just want to, if I need help, I'm going to say pineapple. And then right. I want people to come and rest. Sadly, me. this is recorded, so it will be too late. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear pineapple, I'm already dead. <laughs> Not to make light of domestic dead abuse. People or pineapples, people. Or pineapples, for that pineapples, matter. Or pineapples. And upside down ones are used to let people know that they're swingers. So what do I know? What? Yeah. No, that isn't true. It is true. No, when you when you go you into the grocery say, store, yeah, and you have a pineapple in 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 the front where there normally would be a child, that's telling people you're a swinger. Yeah, that's just you're another trying, way to tell people you're. It a doesn't swinger. have to be upside down. It doesn't. But if there's a p- upside down pineapple on your house, <laughs> it doesn't have to be in your shopping up. cart. I'm not. I think, you're, I think that's that means pineapples are, are in trouble. This is really tough. This is really is. tough co-hosting with you. <laughs> You're making things really difficult. All right. How would John do it? He'd just say, yes, I and. don't care. He's I don't care. I, don't I agree. Care. I agree. That's what he's, I don't <laughs> care, and I agree. That's what he's saying. And <laughs> that agree. makes for an easier show. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, most read story on Bungalore.com. 
controlled entry checkpoints rolled out downtown. So that's yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, in response to the shootings that was happening downtown. And did you ever go through one? Yeah, so easy. Yeah, did you feel that it helped? Uh, well, the first weekend they were doing it, they told me to get off my bike and walk it through. Yeah. They said I couldn't ride my bike through it. And I was like, I don't know how that's dangerous, but okay. And I then just, I did it. I guess I guess there is something to be said yeah. for an implied control, but it was also just this one certain stretch. The time that I went through it, I didn't feel Orange like Avenue, really Orange Avenue really specific. Yeah, and then you have like these blocks around, and you know, it's everyone started going to saddle up, which was outside of that area, right? right. Uh, and less street lights, and just hanging out and, there. And then you, we did wind up having violence outside of outside that of zone, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, and they weren't patrolling the whole thing yeah. as much as they were. Yeah, interesting. Just interesting to see those types of things being applied. Well, you know, and it's not our. We aren't in those shoes to try to make you know a decision about how you can control that it's tough but, and that's yeah. well you know in there was defense defense of the city and the downtown development board who we work with on a regular basis i want to say you know they're they need to do a study first they can't just do things because they're spending public dollars so then they have to they they're have to, they're doing this downtown development plan and like right. how can they fix downtown? What are the issues? And now they have a report that says what concrete on paper what the issues are, including so, lighting and. Do you think like part of it is uh, just this philosophy? It, does downtown need to be fixed, or do we need to help it? become where it's going I've, i felt like there's always been this like when glenda hood was mayor uh-huh. there was this like edict about no tattoo parlors no more tattoo parlors downtown yeah but it was kind of like well if that's what's working why are you fighting against that it's not what for the people who are making the rules uh they don't hang out downtown well, right? there's that. So, like, yeah. like they, what I, a common complaint I hear, Scotty, from City Hall and, you know, the higher-ups is, like, there's not enough restaurants. And I was like, there, there are plenty of restaurants downtown. They're just not the ones that you want to go to, you know, yeah. with your business card. You want to expense your Crest, rest, your Crest dinner and not, and not Latin Square or Taco Cat. I just feel like strong, good leadership is a little more subtle than that. That's oh, all. that's interesting. And just in, in guiding the growth rather than being this like iron fist, which people are just going to push back against. Well, you know, and one of the things I was going to bring it up later, but one of the a story we just put out was people asking us, where did all the food carts go downtown? Uh, and that's part of this policy of cleaning up downtown. So they had they put in those uh, checkpoints in response to some shootings that had taken place, like where six people were hurt. Shootings right. had been happening every week, almost every couple of days downtown during the pandemic. It worsened. But that was a national thing. People just it just upticked through the pandemic. And I would probably say it's because there were less people in the streets to make right. people feel uncomfortable to do those things. But uh, the reaction from the city was it's because there's this street party atmosphere where people are just hanging out in the streets and they're not going into the businesses. They're not doing anything but like loafing around and causing trouble outside, which is why then they came down and said, we want to, there's no more, there's a speaker or outdoor speaker ordinance that got passed. Right. Or like get rid of the street cafes is what, um, uh, what's his face said, the head of the DDB. And when I asked him, I, because it was quoted in the Sentinel, and I said, did you really say you want to get rid of the street cafes? How's that like to crime? 
He got mad at me for asking him the question, and now I I never Thomas talked Chapman to him. Thomas. Who you're talking he about, won't yeah. talk to me anymore. Yeah. Um, just well, interesting. And so, meanwhile, like, you have these world class cities where things like street carts can be attractions. Like you go yeah. to New York City, and someone will tell you where to go yeah. to find somebody who has a little Michelin rated street carts yeah, in some absolutely. countries. You know, absolutely. so it's interesting. So rather than um, fostering it, they they're they're just like that's the problem yeah so so they cracked down on that their food carts are an extension of that they said it's because through this auditing of downtown they realized that a lot of the food carts didn't have the right permissions or permits to be there so they've given them temporary permits that are actually going to end at the end of the year so like this weekend and they've told people they're working on like a, a pilot project to continue and encourage food carts downtown the right way the problem is that hasn't started yet so there will be a time in the new year where there just are no food carts downtown so there's not going to be any food carts there's not going to be any bathrooms for people to use right. you know that as program they're has gone away in the bars yeah. so it's just like it just makes it less uh easy to use downtown for bar uses you know and that's all part of it just interesting, and then and then that also, as we know firsthand, pushes out into the outer out neighborhoods. In the neighborhoods. And yeah. that's, we're seeing a lot of like long term downtown operators are leaving downtown to do things in the main street districts yeah. because that's main street districts are making it easier for businesses to open up in those neighborhoods, right? Yeah. And then uh, so, it, and that's that's like a ripple. From these from these policies that are happening downtown, the the issues that's going to come from that though is that now we're just going to have traditionally these long term businesses in downtown will no longer be there. So what it, do they think that if there's a lack of bars downtown, more retail would open? Is that what they're thinking? I don't know what the what that thought no, process they, is. And if and if they think that they haven't been looking at history, they've even tried to give away retail spaces and it hasn't worked. So so something that's on the works too. To, that's yeah. in the works too. Just the same way that they subsidized Mad Cow, right? And now Orlando Fringe to be in that theater space, right? They're gonna they're. There is talk now of subsidizing new retail uses that could pop up downtown, like they could cover the rent for some of these people to open up. I would say, why not do that in Paramore? Why do that in downtown? The Central Business District doesn't need that. What needs it are areas like historic downtowns like Paramore. They already own 80% of the property in Paramore. Why don't they just start a pilot project working with the Black uh, Business Association to put in some And and there has been a little bit of that, right, in in the past. but, but But I absolutely... You know why not get a get a grocery store there where yeah. you know, pe- people don't have to to travel to to go to the grocery store pharmacies they could they could they could use God that we're so good at this Scotty camera yeah. number seven or sorry number eight hurricane wow, hurricane Ian aftermath photos uh, that was our headline for hurricane aftermath of from Hurricane Ian and, and we shared all these yeah. videos crowdsourced videos and photos right. that, that I've been tweeting and whatever during the yeah. storm. Uh, you know, that was where we got the footage of those kids from uh, jumping into Lake Eola. Yeah, Lake yeah. Highland prep students, all very white kids, you know, feeling entitled enough to just do what they want. Oh, come on. Like- and then their dads <laughs> cheering them on from the coast. I, I don't think you can really 
say that about people jumping into Lake Eola because th- those those kids were not the first to do that. So the entitled part seems a little much there. Why are we fighting? I just want to be fair. Whose show is this? I just this? want to be fair. Is there, is there uh, one after number eight? <laughs> Joysticks founders opening six new <laughs> venues. They're, they did? I, I don't want to get you. I don't want you to disagree <laughs> with me. At the time, they were saying they were going to open six new venues. Let's see if I can name some of them. There was one up, which is that yeah. arcade. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Right, because screams and cocktails and screams screens. and things. Maybe is that theirs. was one of them. That must have been one of. But that wasn't. That was that was there before this article, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we're still waiting for the other five. I'm too lazy to open the link. Um, popular kiss. <laughs> well, Mason jar owner finds a new home in Winter Park. That was oh, number we still six. haven't been there to the new one. I think we're recording there next week. Okay. Yeah. With you John, can come I suppose. You can come with me and John, though, if you want. I think that's where we're going next week or the week after. He op- he used to be next to Burton's. Uh, right. Great Southern-inspired cooking, and he wanted something bigger where people could bring their families that weren't attached to a liquor bar, and so he opened a spot in the former Tin and Taco in Winter Park next to Rollins College. Okay. And uh, he's been going strong. It's someone We just shared an image. That's great, the shifting around, because... Uh, yeah. but, the classic is that the name of the place? Yeah, the in? classic. Thornton we Park. like that. I mean, so there's opportunity. I think it's more bar and friendly. And he like gets along with the owners a little bit better than I think, uh, you know, this guy did. So, oh, yeah, you're talking out of school there. All right, I'm talking in school. Old gossip. Talking in Old school. Old Ain't no. <laughs> I got that direct from them, so I'm talking in school. Popular Kissimmee restaurant taking over former Fuddruckers. That's Crocant, Crocante Rotisserie <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> that was. How did that make it into the top ten? <laughs> People were excited. I guess so. It's a super popular, like, quick service spot, fast, casual. Which Fud Rockers is it? Uh, Colonial. Oh, Clo- oh, okay. So, like, closer Alban to Park-ish. where ish. Yeah. Yeah. On that periphery, near where Mr. Sisters used to be. You know? Oh, yeah. Across the street there. Yeah. Uh, you'll like this one. Number four, Parliament House, the rise and demise of a legendary gay resort. Yes! Co-written by Scotty Campbell. And that is my title, my headline right there. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you better move along if you're going to disagree. We workshop that together. <laughs> oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. With whiteboards and. <laughs> we were sitting there we against fo- in the focus kitchen groups. <laughs> of the old house, and we rapped back and forth trying to figure out what it would be. We did that together. Okay. How dare you? Well, revisionist history. That is. Scotty you're Campbell absolutely time. right. But you know what isn't is that article. Is that it's article. a great article, and it has a little bit of a weird history because we were commissioned by somebody who then pulled out. Yeah. Let's name did, names. What was there? I can't remember even what I it was. I can't remember. It was like called Boren, Florida. It with a P. History Magazine. It was like uh, Peacock. Something state funded. So probably they were like. Out on the coast. Yeah. She approached me, begged us to write something rather. Through our friend Tom Dyer. Rather quickly about the history of Parliament House. Yep. I don't think she really knew what Parliament House was. We wrote it. Authentically. Really good article. I thought it was wonderful. Full of quotes. And uh, and she didn't like it. She, and she was kind of catty about it. I actually don't think we ever got paid for that either. Did we get the check? No, we didn't. We were supposed to get a kill fee, and that never came. Never got never, the kill fee. But you know what? I don't oh, regret I it. First of all, we girl. got to share this history. Yeah. I also think that you and I, while we were writing it, came to a realization about 
why that spot on OBT was so important actually worked. Yeah. And uh, made us less optimistic about what might happen downtown with, with Parliament House. No, I agree. And in talking to people and yeah, no, no I totally agree. Uh, go read it. That was number four. Number three, panicked residents stampede out of Lake Eola during fireworks fearing gunfire. Friends. We had friends that were stampeded. And that still was never fully. Yeah, so we the had story a was, was not fully. And she won't talk about it anymore. Yeah. But she said she was right next to a person that fired a gun that night. That's what we heard from her. She right. saw it happen. Uh, and then people ran. But on the video, you can't see anything. And then the police said they went and walked the park afterwards and they didn't see any blood or anything. So there was no gun is basically what they said. Right. Um, but people were scared. Thousands of people stand, like ran. We have the video in the story on bungalow.com yeah, if absolutely. you want to see some of those videos that people sent in. And you could see uh, how scared everybody was. You know, what do you do? Well, and, you know, some of that Downtown. could be chalked up to crowd behavior. But, you know, also, I mean, if you're, like, brave enough to go <laughs> to fireworks on the 4th of July to begin with, because yeah. it's just a mess down well, there. Well, we were there. We were on the other side of the lake trying to go hang out at the Ford space. Oh, I remember. But that was kind of a flub, and so we left. But I, I, I might after be helping the, After them. the soccer game. I might be helping them do it a little bit better next year, though. Ford, yeah, they're because yeah. they have a Fourth of July VIP area, and I was like, let's VIP this up. Well, it sounds this be like full. from last year that would, it should be on closed circuit television because <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it seem like you want to be around the killer. Should be a person. Uh, number two was owners of Winter Park's largest home set to launch into space with Pete Davidson. That was the number two most read article. I, I'm surprised it isn't higher than that just by. If people searching for Pete Davidson. Yeah. And he turned out he couldn't go. Right. Yeah. And the two who are somehow, they do development for Walgreens. They build Walgreens or Walmarts across the country. That's what they do. That's why they're super rich. They went up again. They've been up again since we wrote that article. So they've gone up to space that twice. That's, that's a job. Like, you feel like at this point there should be like this little kit that they just press a button and a Walmart pops up. They do. The kit is they email this guy and he builds it for them. <laughs> That's the button. So why did it, do we know why Pete Davidson didn't go, get to go up? It was about the same time the as Kim Kardashian and stuff. Oh, and, yeah, his, I don't know. His little heart was Kanye broken. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He did we just give airtime to that name? <laughs> Whose show was this? <laughs> when you come on here, I tell you. And number one was drunk driver crashes truck in a hideaway bar. And that. And we talked about that last yeah. week. And that was just last week. That tells you the traffic that that got. That it was number one most people, read article. People love hideaway. And, and that was that was yeah. a weird night. It was. We, 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 got, we arrived on the scene with the truck still lodged in the building. It was crazy. Because we were. We were reporting live from the scene. <laughs> and, uh, Scotty, we're out of time. We are. We are. Go to bungalore.com. We're going to have some more roundups, hopefully come up this week. Uh, Scotty, thank you for filling in for John. Well, thank you for having me. I always yeah. enjoy uh, pleasing the fans by being <laughs> on the show. I'm, I'm a big fan of Dead Words Brewing, where we are me tonight. Too. Shout out to Handsome David Satterley, the owner, for hosting us tonight. 
I have to say, on Thursdays when we record here, you can get two beers and a pizza for twenty dollars. No a way. Two beer and a pizza deal. Generally, they have trivia pizza. tonight. They didn't have trivia because of uh, the, the cheese it bowl, game. yeah, which is taking place across the street. But we'll be here once a month, and I think we what we might try to do is get together a little trivia team so we can record, and then maybe some bungalow or buddies or listeners want to come out and hang out with us and play trivia with us. So we'll let you know how to take advantage of that if we think that you're not going to make it weird. And uh, we'll see you in the oh, new year. I'm not year. invited. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Message, subtle message received. We'll see, we'll see you in the new year, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye.